a two-part question. One, can you detail the steps you've taken to become the greatest football coach of all time? And second, who goes your lawn? Uh, PK, can you answer that for me? The greatest football coach? Whatever, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I think he has a lot of help. <laughs> good point. Surround yourself with good. There you go. Surround yourself with good players and good assistants. Who mows my lawn when it's not me? Uh, or my wife? It doesn't get mowed. So me and my wife. Yeah. There's Kyle Whittingham at his press conference on Monday. A reminder to join PK and I Friday at Murdoch Chevrolet, 2375 South, 625 West in Woods Cross. There's a couple things there. I've since communicated with Kyle for 50 bucks a week. I'll mow your lawn. 50? I need some extra money. And, you know, my wife will never, under any circumstance, mow the lawn. She will not do it. She has mowed the lawn a grand total of zero, zero. times. There's certain she has delineation. She's tied for the world record. See, we have... Delineation. Delegation of duties. She's a woman. I'm a man. There's no confusion here. Right. And so she does womanly things because I treat her the way she deserves to be treated. And then she does certain things one of which is not under any circumstance. That is the man's job, so she will not mow the lawn. And I've pointed out to a couple neighbors, women who've mowed the lawn, and she's just said, tough. <laughs> Your done. wife has mental toughness. No. She'd have to to be married to you, let's be honest. So, guys, does your lady <laughs> mow the lawn? You try to bring up, well, so-and-so mows the lawn. Mm-hmm. So-and-so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, great. Right. <laughs> Good for them. Right. <laughs> She will not. All right, let's have mow a, the lawn. Let's have a let's have an insta poll. How many times has my wife mowed the lawn? My wife zero. She will never mow the lawn. It is my responsibility. All right, we'll leave it out there. Yeah, we can take their shots. I'm going to mow the lawn today to pick up some of the leaves. Oh, that's very efficient. Yeah. Very efficient. You get Good a two-for-one right there. Good call. Yeah. I've been waiting. I prove that. That's, that's work smarter, not harder right I don't want to do it, have to do it more than once, so I've been waiting until there's enough leaves, and the, pretty much there's hardly any leaves in the backyard. I don't have any. It's the freaking neighbors whose the leaves just fall in our yard all the time. And then the front, we have two little trees in the island parkway. Yeah, we missed deal. that this year. Didn't have the big windstorm. We have a big tree, and one year the wind came, and somebody <laughs> yeah, up in yeah. North Ogden. What is it with you and big uh, I mean I got a big TV I got a big TV well, you've seen now the, I got a big tree well do you well, seen get, the, do you have seen do you have a great Dane you no we do not you got status and big no that, nope. I have nope. a big TV I have a big tree you have stood I just under said the I tree. had two little trees you have stood under the tree how would I you categorize that tree there's only one thing to say that's a big tree and I've seen your TV and there's only one thing to say. It's no longer That's big. an enormous TV. Not anymore. I got a big TV. Not anymore. It was back in the day. I've seen your nose. That's an enormous nose. That's a fact. I've seen your paycheck. That's an enormous paycheck. Yeah, you know, it's all relative. <laughs> I've seen your gut. I'm sick of you. That's a big gut. But not as big as it used to be. <laughs> it's a smaller gut. Baby's gotten smaller. I've seen your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a good view of that. PK, know. you complete me. <laughs> All right, so to get to the question to Kyle, get past the mowing the lawn. He hella coach. Yes, but he why? Why? We've been taking the nominees all morning long. The 7 and 8 o'clock listeners have, have rallied around this question, and now time for the 9 o'clock listeners. 
855-340-ZONE. Why's Kyle had a 15-year run? Why has he got another nationally ranked team? Why is he going to have another double-digit win season? How many is this in his career? Is it five or six? A whole lot of them. Exactly. Uh, He genuine. What you see is what you get. Pretty much. People react well to that in recruiting. No, no curveballs, no Jekyll and Hyde thing going off, because that, that throws everybody off when you have to deal with that. Who are we getting today? He has the ability co- to connect, and he has the ability to remember little things, like your name, your wife's name, uh, your kids. When the kids in the area were growing up, he knew all the names. The ones who played sports? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he could go to a parent, hey, how's Johnny? You remember Johnny's name? It just is a bunch of little things that people appreciate. Because here you are, this big celebrity. He's a celebrity in this community, right? We'd all agree with that. My wife was on the board of Brighton Football. And so she'd go, Little League, and she'd go to these meetings, and they... And they'd have a couple of women to be on the board. And so she did it. And most of them were guys. And she said, every time they'd, they'd have a few meetings during the year, and, and Kyle lived in that area. <laughs> oh, I see where this is going. And she said, every meeting One up? would... Yeah. <laughs> well, Kyle told me, well, Kyle told me, when, when I was with Kyle, well, Kyle said, and it was like, who had the better friendship with Kyle? And she would just sit back and laugh because they all wanted to let you know that they knew Kyle. And the reason why I bring this up is that he interacted with each of these men to where they felt he made them special. I think that's a big thing in recruiting. I think exactly. We all, yes. we all watch games and have lots of opinions on you know style of play and, and that. But we don't no recruiting. We don't do it. We don't see it. But I've read profiles of coaches, and that thing is a huge knack. Steve Fisher, I read some profile the San Diego paper wrote on him, and he could walk into a school and greet the people who worked in the front office by name. And then he'd be out on the recruiting trail. How much is it going to take? What do we need to pay? If necessary to close the deal. (laughs) What he loved, like Jerry Tarkanian, about Pac-10 and Pac-12 transfers. No, Pac-10 and Pac-12 transfers, their cars are already paid for. What what should I give you? And I've also heard, I probably shouldn't say this. So say it anyway. Uh, The local country club guys would complain to me, he wasn't a very good tipper. (laughs) (laughs) I once told him, I said, you know, there's like a... three mile radius around Brighton High School and if you do anything anything in that area publicly I find out about it right was he surprised by that or was he aware that that's how the world worked I would find out what he would order at Lone Star Taqueria yeah Fort Union yeah they got some of my money (laughs) (laughs) I had some good eats right there the good thing is he doesn't live in that area anymore and most of us have moved on so I don't hear every little thing. But he's a genuine dude. And he makes you feel good about yourself. He has a keen eye. He has a philosophy. Uh, you got to run the ball and stop the run. And when you run the ball, it destroys their will. See, the thing is, they become so, weak in the knee. He's so consistent with his <laughs> messaging. And the players hear that. I think we're seeing it with Wilmore now. We're only seeing him in little doses. But how many times have you heard Kyle say, run with purpose, run violently? 
It looks like Wilmer's Wilmer's running harder now. He golfs violently. He's I believe that <laughs> <laughs> lashing at the ball. The harder you swing, the farther it goes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe not. And he gets upset when this little dweeb who looks a lot like me beats him. <laughs> well. <laughs> Drive for show, putt for dough. <laughs> so he has, go ahead. True story. I was at a high school football game about a month ago talking with another local team's coach, college team, made that exact comment that when the local media members, I think we all knew who he was referring to, beat Kyle Whittingham, it perturbs him to no end. Yeah. <laughs> he's a developing game, though. He's made, he's made got, some, he's getting some better. progress. Yeah. He's only playing part-time. Uh, well, seasonally. Right. Yeah. Right, but there's a couple months for him to get better every year, and he doesn't because he goes and coaches football. But when he, when he can play, he can play. Right. But Lavelle always said that there comes that time, and you got to put the clubs away, it's and all, nobody else does. It's August. But you're the coach, and you got to put the clubs away, and mm-hmm. other people play in August and September and get better. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you can heck, you can play today in November. Uh, so, I love his consistency, and it just resonates. It resonates with parents, and. And I, I got to give him credit. You know, I haven't, I haven't been involved in a lot of football programs to this level, but this family spiel that they bring up, it, I, I think that's inherent to the community. It, we're not in some big sprawling community here. And I think that that's really hurt the devils. They're, they're in a massive community that you're hardly ever noticed. You know, and if you win big, you are, or if you break the law, you are. But other than that, nah. You just whatever. You just you don't really register. Here it's a smaller community. They built it around the family. The family's involved. His sons, well the one's gone now, but his son is on the sidelines, his brothers are on the sidelines, the family's in the first row. And 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 I'm that's probably like that in other programs. But here you think it just that resonates seems more. when he goes to and California that, and Texas to recruit? I think that when the kids get on campus, they feel it. So get them here for a visit, and you can feel it's smaller. You go to in, in California, you're just a slew of communities that all run together. It's just one big, massive metropolitan area. Yeah. And here it's not. And it's close enough to where you can have that. And now you have a track record of success of putting guys in, if you're a running back, why wouldn't you consider it here? I mean, you have to consider it here. Gosh, they so run come, the ball all the time. How come a place like Tucson could have that family feel, but it never comes together there and takes off? Is it just because they haven't had the right people? Because they're close enough to L.A., they're close enough to Phoenix, they could have the smaller town family atmosphere. Clearly the basketball team is important in the community. Yes, But it the is. football team, you know, what? it's chicken and the egg. What comes first, that feeling or the winning? I think that they haven't really put a lot of emphasis in winning. They haven't. They're, they're just starting to. I, I think. I think the weather is a turnoff, not a plus. It's too hot. It's so hot. People don't want to stay. And people around here. I've had this discussion with Jake Scott. And I'm sure he's listening. And we talked about it yesterday. They don't get it. Jake keeps telling me, "I don't understand." You're right. You don't. <laughs> because yeah. if you've been there. So you, I've been there in the summer. Yeah, but you got to live there dreaming. day after no, day. Not, but not I don't because, you, in, because you've told me yeah. and I can multiply that misery 
and think, all right, well, that makes sense. I mean, if you haven't been there in the summer to really feel 115, to get out of the car and your roommate opens the door, you run in, he closes the door, and we're not going to go out to dinner until the sun goes down. And we stayed in the air-conditioned apartment. Yeah, and it's day after day, year after year. They want something new. Iowa State versus Oklahoma. Well, the Iowa State quarterback was from Phoenix. The backup quarterback for Oklahoma, who's a freshman, is from Phoenix. Boise State, the quarterback, was from Phoenix. Oh, let's see. You watched, Jake was telling me, yeah, I was watching NFL football yesterday, and they were talking about the quarterback growing up. What game was that? I said that was the Carolina Carolina game. game. And Kyle Allen, who grew up in Phoenix but went to Texas A&M. And who did he throw to? Christian Kirk, who grew up in Phoenix and is now catching touchdown passes from Kyler Murray from the Cardinals. I mean, the list goes on. And and, uh, the quarterback for Iowa State, his brother is a big-time quarterback from Phoenix, who committed to Louisville. So we need to... On and on. And let's see, Ohio State's quarterback that that they're going to have next year, he's from Phoenix. So we need to continue to focus on, going forward, the youth's ability to get at least their share of the local guys. You're not going to build a wall around the place. That's not how recruiting works anymore. But you got to get your share of the local guys. And they, they do. They miss out on a few. A few guys have, they want to take off, try something new. That's always going to be the case. And you're getting Florida guys who wanted to take off and try something, something new. new. And it worked uh, to whatever level of the uh, expectation you had for these Florida guys, they've uh, tripled it, quadrupled it, whatever 5,000 times more is. They've exceeded that. So he has the ability, along with his staff, I think Morgan has it too because I've spoken to Morgan about it, the ability to discern and see talent for what talent can be two, three years down the road. And it's really incredible. It's fun. I love to see the underdog and recruiting. There's, even though they've had this incredible success, there's still somewhat of an underdog because the ranking, they rarely are in the top five in the conference. But oh, yet, for the recruiting rankings, yeah, yeah. They're, no, they're usually they're usually bottom half, if not bottom quarter. I mean, they're just – you can find them 8, right. 9, 10. Maybe not 11, 12. Maybe not that bad, but way down there. And it's hysterical to me every year. And then they're going to come out, and they're going to be 500-ish in league, if not better. It seems to be. That's it, what it they've seems, said as the it president. It seems like they've settled in now. This is five out of six years where – Kyle's had a 9 or 10 win team. This one's going to be a little better than that, and he had one that was a little worse. And the other three were right in that range. Well, they had the rebuilding year, and I said it was going to be a rebuilding year. Sure. But if you're 7 and 6, and here it looks like it'd be 11 and 1, and you're right back to your average of 9 wins. You had a big year, you had a little year, but you're 9 wins. And maybe they'll get more than that. Maybe they'll pick up a 12th win in a conference title game, or a bowl game, or both of those would be 13, and, and be a huge year. His this guy is so influential and able to get you to do things that you don't expect would happen. His old lady mows the lawn. How many of you, your wives, what will your wife do that you won't do, and what will she do that you won't do? My wife mowing the lawn zero times. I have never seen nor heard of her mowing the lawn. Not happening. Now, you're speaking personally? Yeah, but you got multiple lawn services, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> multiple lawn You don't services. mow the lawn. Multiple lawn so services. So if nobody in your household mows the lawn, then you all are even. That's where we are these days. But I got the Career Leader Award before we handed it two, over. Two to nothing? No. No. A couple hundred, PK. A couple of hundred? Yeah. How many? Yeah. 
Okay, why'd you see so? I, I was so astounded. <laughs> I started to do the math. I'm like, why would you be astounded by a couple hundred? I wasn't. I just wanted to throw you off. How you built this <laughs> built this bogus image of being the guy next door? Very carefully. Does your old lady mow the lawn? Negative. All right, DJ and PK. Coming up, everything you missed in this show. For you jazz fans, we got a little something. We'll tell you what Lincoln Kennedy and Wayne Cook thought of the Utes. And the Bruins will do that next. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Boston Celtics have the NBA's best record. They are 8-1. Kimba Walker went for 29 points as Boston beat Dallas 116-106. to Gordon Hayward's out for six weeks after undergoing surgery for a broken bone in his left hand. Suffered the injury over the weekend against the Spurs. The Jazz improved to 7-3. They beat the Warriors 122-108. Rudy Gobert with a game-high 25, or a team-high 25 points. Donovan Mitchell with 23 points. Jazz are in action tonight. They host the Brooklyn Nets. Watch the game at 7 o'clock on AT&T Sportsnet. The Zone's coverage begins at 6 o'clock. Jazz at home at Vivin Smart Home Arena. Utah State at home at the Spectrum in Logan. They're 2-0. They're hosting Denver. The Pioneers are 1-1. Game tips at 7 o'clock in Logan. You can listen to the Aggie game on 1280 The Zone, the Jazz game on 97.5 The Zone. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. That's Diamond Airport Parking. Big Show, Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? Chris Maddox. Bogdanovich has surprised us a little bit. This dude is not just a spot-up shooter. What people who didn't watch Oyan last year missed was a guy that carried that offense. He was the number one option on that team when Victor Oladipo went down. He's that good. He's capable of being an alpha. I don't think it's his best role. Certainly not one on a championship team, but that's not what the Jazz are asking of him. Having him there in that second, third type of role is a huge asset to have. And that was one of the better signings of the offseason because his ability to take over games and make big shots. I mean, that's something he showed at a high level last year. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. When Alabama got this game to one score, they did it twice uh, in, in, this, in the fourth quarter. Burrow in, in those two drives, which both ended in touchdowns, goes 9 of 12 for 106 and has two carries for another 30 some odd yards. That, that guy, I'm, I've said it before, is Tom Brady. He is going to be a remarkable NFL player. Rick Neuheisel pumping up Joe Burrow. Man, Tom Brady? Holy freak. Didn't Fra- Brady famously split time in college, not really seize the starting job at Michigan? That's and correct, Bur- yeah. That's why he was Burrow a 56-round yeah, draft choice, right? Burrow had to transfer, couldn't seize the starting job. Yeah, but he seized it this year. Big time. He's going to seize the Heisman Trophy. I don't think Brady ever did that, hence the late draft choice. But to make that type of comparison, maybe he does go number one. Who knows when we get to that point in the spring. We talked football today with Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks. He joined us talking about UCLA, thought their young guys have really been improving. Wayne Cook joined us and thought the bad start was because they played a bunch of ranked teams out of the gate, and now the teams have been playing in the Pac-12 haven't been as good. 
I guess you can say that about the, the Utes, too. I saw a stat on them. The record of the teams they beat in the Pac-12, and it's well under 500 because they don't play Oregon. And as you pointed out multiple times, nobody has a really great record in Pac-12 conference play. And lost to USC. There's not much you can do about your conference schedule. Nope. Uh, Win the games and then beat Oregon in the Pac-12 title game and answer all the questions about strength of schedule. Yes. Well, when we, we took it, out it Oregon. Get, it gets to that point. Yeah. And since actually, in, in that regard, the Utes are they're kind of in a difficult spot because you know you haven't beaten anybody. You know, six and four is your best. You had two two teams that you played at six and four. One you lost to. One you beat. And obviously, that's in Washington. <clears throat> and then if you beat Oregon, there's still going to be a little bit of yeah. Well, yeah. So I wonder if they're ever going to get the full credit because the conference is so mediocre. It's not awful. It's just mediocre. I mean, some of the Big Ten games, these uh, the last two games for Ohio State, the point spreads have been by like a combined 100 points. <laughs> Maryland and Rutgers? Yeah, they're bad. Right. They get to play them every year. Welcome to a 14-team league. Right. That's kind of, we talk about the eight game schedules versus the nine game schedules, but the 10 and 12 leagues versus the 14 is you expand and you add teams that really just can't compete, like Maryland and Rutgers. And it also means Ohio State fewer crossover games. So whether it's Wisconsin or Iowa or Minnesota this year, whoever is really good, the odds that your crossover games aren't, are good. It kind of goes out the window. That's a good thing about the expansion for the Utes is they didn't add a market. They added a program. Colorado was a market. And Rutgers is a market. And Maryland was a market. It, was, it had very little to do with the quality of the programs. Well, here, to a degree, they needed a 12-team, obviously. Uh, but I don't think it was market-driven. And Utah was a good program at the time. And they made a little bit of a transition. And obviously, they've come on the other side of that transition. Yeah, I'd have to say that it was market-driven, but the league got fortunate in that it was a good program in the market they wanted. Would they have added the program or the market? I think if they had to choose and they couldn't have both, they would have added the market. But fortunately for them, there was a good program Yeah, but how come? I mean, they could have maybe possibly added Vegas? Well, Vegas is smaller. And also with but the Pac-12, it's growing like crazy. It is, and with the Pac-12, they're always going to want the research institution and the status and all that. And UNLV doesn't provide that academically. Well, then change it up. <laughs> open I mean, up a and research I, program. You and I can say that. What but, the crap you want to research? But UNLV and Boise State, hey. and San Diego State, and Fresno State—they can dream all they want about the Pac-14, but it's not happening. Right. I didn't choose those. Right. I chose one that was out of the market, so to speak. Don't don't sleep on Vegas. Tommy Laren went to UNLV, oh, there and you she's go. making her mark in the political world. We talked Jazz earlier this morning. They beat the Warriors. The offense looked great. Is that because the offense is rounding into shape, or because the Warriors don't play a lick of D? Well, I'm sure it's combo. But uh, the thing that I liked is that Gobert was scoring. They should do do a thing when he scores 20. What's the record? Get lock on that. He probably has it off the top of his. Oh, I thought I was supposed to do that. I don't have it off the top of my head. But he probably does. He probably does. You're right. Because you're right. They were making an emphasis that we found out on Quinn Snyder and shoot-around practice on Monday was for Gobert to get up, particularly when he doesn't get the rebound, get his butt down the floor as quick as possible. I think there are a lot and, of positives and, to that, and that will bode well for them if he does that. And 
I like the fact that you have so many new guys right in that starting lineup who Conley has never thrown lobs to a center. I don't see Gasol coming down there and throwing down a one-handed big-time dunk. That wasn't his game. And I'm not even sure who Bogdanovich was playing with the center, uh, Sabonis. Uh, but very few guys have the height and the ability to get that ball up there like Gobert does. So that seems to reason that it would require a little bit of time. And the more that Bogdanovich and Conley can play with Gobert, hopefully the better it becomes. I just hesitate to count on anything I saw against the Warriors. But, I mean, big picture, I think you're right. But, you know, I don't want to announce anything off watching a Warrior game. No, but it's a great thing about the NBA. It's just the same thing. I don't want to announce anything negative about losing to the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. And let it play out. It, it will play out. It looks like they were 14-3 and last year when Gobert scored 20 points. Well, that's good. Yeah. And they're 1-0 this year when he And they've got 20. better players, offensively speaking, than they had last year. So if he can do that some more... I mean, that box score, you look at the number of guys scoring, it's pretty doggone good, particularly yeah. when uh, Bogdanovich wasn't shooting the ball well. You'd rather have that because last year it seems like it was always a struggle. Who's going to be that second scorer? And we heard it a million times over. And Joe dunked. That 360 <laughs> yeah. dunk and that he had was the bench so went impressive. nuts, but he's... I mean, when you're that tall, how hard can I it know, be? But <laughs> they all go nuts. They went, and they nuts. all enjoyed it. If it and was were, a one-point game. It might have been different. Yeah. It was right. It was, the, it was later in the game, and they were firmly in control. Right. So have fun with it. And you're like, oh, did they not take their foot off the gas? Yeah, they did. And the lead went all the way down to 14. <laughs> so, but then they'd push it right back to 20. Yeah, that, that, that is a beat-up, destroyed warrior team. And you could already see that Draymond is just, just already bored with it. Throw me out of here, please. And sure enough, he got ejected. And seemed somewhat of a questionable call, too. But he's who he is, and he earned that reputation. He brought his hands up in front, and so that must have been what the call was because his feet weren't moving. I mean, he was set. And so from that regard, it was a charge. But maybe it was for putting his hands on him before there was contact with the charge because it was kind of unusual the way he did that. Usually you take the charge and the hands are down to the side or out. It'll be interesting to see how he handles the frustration of losing because he hasn't had to do that. And he still managed to create a scene a few times when they were winning at high levels. It'll be interesting to see if he gets shut down for a stretch over some minor injury. Because it just seems like they're just going to dump a lot of games and they're going to get a high pick. And if they use it wisely, then they got a good young player who's inexpensive for several years while he's on his rookie contract to plug in with the veterans who ought to get healthy and ought to be rested after getting worn down by more than 100 playoff games. I can tell you right now, Pace's son is going to be in a Warrior uniform. Nico! Bad game one, good game two. I texted with Pace, not with Nico, uh, with Pace at halftime of the second game. That first game irritated him a little bit, and I got back at, yes, sir. Oh, did you hear Don McClain? I talked to this uh, young Mannion kid uh, before the game. Let me just say that he doesn't lack for confidence, <laughs> just like the old man. <laughs> I thought we should get, get McClain on when the season gets going. Okay. Yeah. And I uh, can talk about that because that'll Nico, be Nico, Steph, and Clay. That'll be fun to watch going forward. <laughs> Yeah, he's a dynamic player. And the great thing about the young Miko, Nico, uh, I was going to say Manion Jr., but Nico, I've seen him play now probably six or seven times. Right. He can score a lot 
without dominating the ball. You'd think, particularly at the high school level. All the points he scored, he had the ball all the time, but he didn't? Well, he has the ball, but if you're open, he's got no problem giving you the ball. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of the uh, Arizona-Illinois game, but I saw a little bit of it. And uh, he threw, it was kind of a, kind of a semi-break kind of deal, and Illinois is a little asleep in transition. And he threw like a 50-foot cross-court pass and hit a guy spotting right. up for a three. He shoots a lot. But he passes a lot, too. But my interpretation of this, having watched him play six or seven times now, is that the guys on the team don't resent it because, A, he's really good. B, if you're open, he'll get you the ball. If he's open, he's going to shoot it for sure. But if you're open and he's not, he will get you the ball. He doesn't lack for confidence. That's what McLean was saying, and I already you, knew that anyway. You could come here. and We're both point guards. Well, I figured we could share the ball. Mm, I don't really do that. <laughs> I'm the point guard. Yeah, you'll be the... Okay. And there's a player on the University of Arizona that said that, and it was like, uh, the point guard minutes you'll play or when I'm on the bench. Mm-hmm. All right, DJ and PK, anything else you'd like to share with the people? 17th ranked Aggies trying to go 3-0 and tonight. Denver at home, I assume they will do that. Scotty. A crushing blow for the west coast conference st mary's losing at home to uh, who was it who winthrop 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 well, that's bad, bad. that's yeah really bad. the last time and the thing is st mary's open with a good win they yeah. went and got wisconsin on a neutral Correct. floor but then they back it up with a bad home loss the last, last time, time winthrop what? beat a top 25 team was in 2007 yeah that was nasty 9 a.m. Slacker Radio Headlines brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. I can tell you as a fan for another Pac-12 South team, I am counting the days until Whittingham retires. Utah fans that want to run him out are nuts. I hear you, PK. My wife 100% agrees with your wife. Under no circumstances is it the wife's job to mow the grass. Time for your feedback. Brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. The lawn mowing. All from that crazy question to uh, Kyle Whittingham. Yeah. Kyle said it was either he or his wife who mows the lawn. Good on him, man. My wife will not mow the lawn. It's my job, 100%. We got uh, three of us here, and we've had zero lawn mowing done by any wife. Nothing. Nada. Zip. I've pleaded, but to no avail. <laughs> did you really? Or did you just accept it and move on? I said, why can't you do it once? Colleen down the street, she does it. But Aaron says, my wife did try to mow the lawn once. It did not turn out well at all. She basically ruined it, and she knew it. She <laughs> oh, said from no. then on, she said from then on, she won't interfere with my yard maintenance. How do you ruin mowing the lawn? I assume that she had the wheels set too low and a, a beautiful, lush summer yeah. lawn got gouged right down into the dirt. A huge scar. Cut okay, it right but down to so roots. she changed the setting? I don't have the answer to that. Right. The I, setting had to be what it was. I don't buy it. Growing up, Mama Hatch did mow the lawn at our house. My tra- my dad traveled extensively. So I grew up with a mom who did mow the lawn, but she actually quite enjoyed it. My mother did mow the lawn a few times when I was young, and then she retired early. My mom still does it to this day. She uh, enjoys it. 
Wow. Good onions. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, let's see. Uh, any Pac-12 school, Golf Man Jay says, any Pac-12 school should be credited with a quality opponent because they play nine conference games versus the SEC, and the Big Ten only play eight. Actually, the Big Ten plays nine now. They play. What's the point? Because we were just talking about the schedule and who the Utes have beaten. And okay. the fact you're playing nine conference opponents, even if they're mediocre, is better than trucking in somebody that you're going to light up by 40 and know it and never return, have to return the game. Never if, have to play the well, fifth Well, if that's game. the solution on the fourth game, but who's to say that you're not scheduling somebody else who's really good on that fourth game? I don't know that. The SEC can get away with it because they have multiple right. ranked teams. And the only conferences left playing eight now are the SEC and the ACC. We have to go through it and see who the ACC And the plays. ACC can get away with it because they have Clemson, and Clemson beats Alabama. Yeah. And Clemson's undefeated, so they remove themselves from the strength of schedule conversation. And they you, beat Alabama. Right. If you win a Power 5 league and you're undefeated, you're going to be in. Especially Power 5. Yeah. Our only hope for Clemson is Bronco. Ute fans are going to have to root for Bronco. Wake Forest first, then mm-hmm. Virginia in the... In the uh, conference final, if they get there. Yeah, wait for us. Come on. Uh, well, Virginia, come on. I mean, realistically. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Realistically. What are you talking? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you freaking Channel 2, you'd bias. I see what you've done there. All right. Nice. Way to slide that in under the radar. Not with me, buddy. Clemson's going 13-0. You think it, I think it. We can all root for Wake Forest in Virginia or whoever shows up in the ACC oh, title Oh, man, game. I am rooting for the, what are they, the, the fish wahoos. The He's Cavaliers. the newest Wahoo. The Fish Wahoo Tacos. It's the Cavaliers. Tomorrow we discuss man buns, because Buck, I don't like the man bun. That's got to go. Buck, what time can you be here tomorrow? <laughs> Clearly you need to be front and center in this discussion, or you are going to get slandered. <laughs> Yuck, Yuck's laughing like, yeah, that will happen. He will get slandered. <laughs> Since when is slander so funny, Yuck? When it's coming from PK? <laughs> I'm the one who brought it up. PK didn't. But we all know where the <laughs> blame is going to go. That's true. All right. We're out of time. Tony and Austin are coming up next. We'll see you.